Welcome to The Boss Podcast. I'm Mark McGuinness. Thanks for listening. In this episode, I chat with Drew Piper. Drew is an ultra high-performing SDR. As a point in case, when we were recording this episode, he had already surpassed his annual quota, and we still have more than 14 weeks to go. That's high performance. What is he doing differently? Well, that's what we're going to uncover in today's chat, but I'll tell you, these are all things that you could easily do yourself. You see, one of the reasons I like to chat to people like Drew is because he proves that excellent results are achievable if you just change the way you go about a few things. You don't need to change everything. Just change a couple of things and you can get a significantly different result. I hope that you're able to, you're able and willing to listen to Drew's experience and use that to make at least one change to help you get an improved result. Before we jump into today's show, I'd like to ask you to do one thing for me. It would really help us a lot. I'm trying to get this podcast into the hands of as many sales pros as I can, and I wanted your help. If you find this to be helpful at all, please, just sharing it with one other person to help spread the word would really help us out. I'd really appreciate it. Now let's jump in and hear from Drew. Drew Piper, welcome to the Boss Podcast. Thanks for having me, Mark. Good to be here. Mate, it's, I'm really pleased to have you on. We've we've had a couple of attempts at a at a conversation. I think this is our third attempt. But in that yeah. process, uh, I've I've got to learn a bit about you. So I know this is going to be really well um, well received and, and well worth it. Yeah, I'm so, looking forward to it. Yeah, thank you, man. So, um, but you know, when we, when we last spoke, I, I did want to share with the audience something that I thought was just amazing. You know, so. Um, we're just starting Q4 2022 now. So, you know, um, and when we spoke, it was just the end of Q3 and you were telling me that the entire team had just made their quota, um, at Reward Gateway, which was awesome. But you'd also told me that you'd personally made your quota for annually a few weeks before that. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a a little bit of a, a journey, honestly. Um, and it was really good to see the team. I think we hit target at 10 p.m. on the last day of the quarter. So that was, um, you know, right down to the wire. No, but good to see. Yeah, no room for comments on the scoreboard, mate. That's a, yeah. that's a strong pass. That's right. Yeah. And, and mate, the finishing your annual quota like more than a quarter in front, I mean, that's very, very well done indeed. That's super exceptional. Tell us a little bit about that. Like how, how did you find yourself in that situation? Yeah, I think, look, as, as an SDR, um, you just always have to be prospecting. And I know that's what most salespeople um, kind of believe in. But I think what sets apart the people that are always hitting quota or exceeding quota is the 1% of things that they're doing in their prospecting that's a little bit different to everyone else in the market, because it's that 1% that will get that extra email open or that reply, which makes all the difference to your quota at the end of the year. Yeah, I think. Well, well, I think what you're saying is consistency. Yeah, that's right. Right, and you see my t-shirt. No, that's, this is bad. This is bad for audio format. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so it says, you know, consistently. Have to catch it on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, consistently good beats, beats occasionally great. You know, and and you're right. You know, just being a little bit different to everybody else or doing that little bit extra and doing that consistently. It's like you know the money that goes in your bank account and compounds. You know, and then you wake up in 20 years' time and you've got a whole bunch of cash in the bank. That's right. Well, what's the saying? The difference between extraordinary and ordinary is extra. Um, so, and that's the do- podcast. Thanks, folks. We'll see you all later. <laughs> <laughs> you got well. Yeah, that's fantastic. So, mate, well done. Um, okay, so Drew, you're clearly a high performing SDR. Uh, you work for a company called Reward Gateway, and today um, you've been 
generous enough to offer to share a couple of those winning strategies, a couple of those things that you do that, that you do really different. And we're going to talk, I think, particularly about um, your video techniques, which I think are just out of control good, and, and also the way you set yourself up on LinkedIn, which, you know, you get the same 10 out of 10 score for me there as well. Um, and anything else that comes along the way. But before we do that, can you just tell, um, you know, the audience, just so they've got a bit of context, a little bit about yourself and, and of course, you know, what is Reward Gateway? You know, how, do, how, how does that work? Yeah, so Reward Gateway is an employee engagement platform. So we sell a couple of different solutions, whether it's um, employee benefits, reward and recognition or communications, pretty much so companies can engage with their employees better and increase attraction and retention which obviously is a kind of a big um, topic at the moment in the news, but also especially in HR, which is where we sell to. Um, a little bit about me, I've, I've been at Reward Gateway for coming on 18 months. Um, before that, I've worked in tech recruitment and, and real estate before that as well. So um, pretty much sales ever since I, I left high school. Okay. And do you think that your history in recruiting helps you talk to HR better? Uh, I think it definitely helped at the start of my SDR job. So when I was starting, it definitely set me up for a bit of success because I already understood a lot of the, the ICP that I was dealing with yeah, um, and understood some of the challenges that they face, especially in the, the their recruitment aspect of their job. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, just a question without notice. Yeah. So um, SDR, so what inbound, outbound ratios are you, are you operating off? Probably about 50-50. Um, so we have quite a, a robust marketing engine that does feed us, you know, a fair amount of leads. But going back to that consistency piece, those might be, you know, off the back of a webinar or um, maybe some if, like newsletter that we're sponsoring. So those come traditionally in, you know, big lumps around certain marketing events. And it's those that was outbound process that you have to be consistent with that kind of keeps you fed quarter over quarter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, makes sense. So, um, okay, so that that's cool. And what are your plans for Reward Gateway? You're moving into a new role, I believe. In the- yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, we'll, well, I'll be interviewing for a new position, um, account executive position there in a couple of weeks um, when the role opens. So that 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 should be exciting. Mate, I'm guessing anybody that's closed their yearly quota with th- three months to go is probably in with a bit of an inside running. Yeah, that's uh, let's hope so. I don't want to pump up your ego, but geez. <laughs> <laughs> Although you, maybe maybe the the you know your sales manager is keen to keep you in the SDR role because you do such a good job. That's uh, that, that has crossed my mind, but <laughs> I, I hope not. Okay, yeah, no, I'm sure they're keen to keep you more broadly into the business, right? So. Drew, let's let's get into the uh, meat and potatoes, as you called it before. Hey, are you signed up to my VIP sales mailer yet? Every Tuesday, I send out a short email with some of my best sales tactics and ideas. It's a super short read. There's no fluff, no spam, just great sales strategies, all coming from one email per week. To sign up, simply go to my Gumroad page. So that's markmc.gumroad.com. Importantly, it's free to sign up. I'd love you to come and join me and a couple of thousand other sellers in the VIP sales mailer. Now let's jump back into the show. Like, so your LinkedIn um, strategy is 
very good. It, it's much better than most SDRs that I've that I've seen, and you can see that like just by visiting your profile. Like you, you dress pretty sharply. Um, you know, your profile is pretty neat and tidy, and it's clearly active. Um, but what I like about it most is it's actually talking to your client. You know, like so, it, it, it's designed for your your client to to get some value out of your your profile. So, mate, you talked about some of the numbers that you're getting from there, like how many how many of your HR people are, are visiting that your profile, etc. Run us through some of that stuff. Yeah, so I guess my strategy with that, and it did help because I already had a, a bit of a HR network from when I worked in recruitment. Um, but I saw a lot of SDRs and I guess salespeople creating sales content and talking about sales on LinkedIn. But they might have been selling to I don't know financial advisors or um, you know CTOs, and that just didn't resonate with me because you, you're trying to connect with a certain network, but then you're actually producing content for a completely separate network. And I understand, you know, if you're trying to build your personal brand to further your sales career, then that's one thing. Or if you sell to sales teams. Um, but I thought I would build my brand around the prospects that I'm working with. So it's HR leaders here in Australia, and that's that's about 80% of my network is people that work in HR here in Australia. And then I'm just reading, you know, HR newsletters, um, you know, or just rehashing what my prospects are saying to me every day. And I'm creating content around that that speaks to the language of what my prospects are, I guess, already wondering. Um, and because I've got quite a big network now, um, that's probably seen by 10 to 12,000 um, HR people in, in Australia every week. Because um, I'm averaging about three to four thousand, and about half of those are about um, are HR leaders. So, you know, even though let's say the leads aren't flooding in from that, it does create a, a kind of a personal brand for myself, but also a reward gateway brand because I am trying to skew my conversation in the direction of problems that we can solve. Yeah, yeah, and I think. You know, people are salespeople, SDRs, AEs are trying on LinkedIn, and and typically what what we do as human beings is we follow those that look like they're being successful. And I think the challenge for a lot of people and a lot of SDRs is that they look at people like me who are posting stuff about sales all the time and getting lots of engagement. They go, oh, that's what I'll do. And the thing is that there are a lot of salespeople on LinkedIn. So you get more engagement if you talk about how you got ghosted or how someone hung up on you. Yep. Right? <laughs> and so that feeds, you know, the 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 adrenaline monster and you just want to post more of that stuff so that you get more and more likes and more, more and more connections. But it's actually dragging you further and further away from the conversations that you need to be having. Um, and, and, and I think, you know, the fact that you've worked that out is very clever. A lot of people miss that. And I think sometimes, and, and you know, I, I might um, be reprimanded for saying this, but I think sometimes it's almost hurting them more than it's helping because if your prospects are constantly seeing you talk about sales, then in your mind, in their mind, you're instantly that salesperson that they see on LinkedIn and not necessarily, you know, that coveted, trusted advisor position that all salespeople are actually trying to develop for their clients. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've got to separate your interests versus what's going to benefit you as a professional. That's right. Well, I mean, ideally, you want there to be some alignment on those things. You know, choose to sell to an industry that you're interested in um, and it will all be easier. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's it. Well, I mean, that's the ultimate, right? So if you're yeah. talking about stuff that you're passionate about, then there is like, so for, for me, for an example, that's pretty easy, right? I'm passionate about selling. I'm passionate about sales psychology. So like, you know, every week I write three or four pieces of content for LinkedIn and I'll probably put four, four things that I wish I'd posted, but I haven't because I didn't have enough time in the day or there's not enough days in the week. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. But, but, but I also think that there's another little secret here that a lot of people miss and it's all about the strength of your network. Yeah, that's so, true. So h- how can we figure out whether we've got a strong or a weak network and what does that mean, Drew? Well, I think first of all, it depends on who you're trying to engage. Um, and pr- the network is built off your first connections, right? So then, you know, if they anyone in your first connections likes or comments on anything, then their connections will see it. So you really have to take stock of, what industries am I most connected with and what industries do I want to be most connected with and start to make that change because, yes, let's say salespeople are very active in LinkedIn, so you will get more engagement if you're connected to more salespeople. But that's kind of like a a bit of a vanity metric. You know, if you're getting lots of likes, it doesn't really matter if they're not from the people that you're trying to (laughs) connect with, you know. Um, So you really have to analyze what network you want to be a part of. And then it's sending connection requests. Um, If you're in a a group, um, so I'm in a number of HR groups um, here in Australia, that means anyone in that group is considered my first connection, even if I'm not connected with them. So, you know, I'm in a HR group with about 18,000 HR people here in Australia, and they're all counted as my first connections because of that. So just trying to get creative on on how you're actually being put in front of other people on LinkedIn. Yep. And I think, you know, you can actually test this. If you go to your own LinkedIn profile, just, and this, you can do this with just regular LinkedIn. In fact, this is probably the best way to just do it with regular LinkedIn. Not, you don't need sales navigator or any other version. Type in the name in the search function, right, um, of your ideal client. So for example, if it's a sales manager or head of HR or, you know, chief, um, you know, chief people officer, you know, whatever it is, right, and and break them up via commas, then search um, via people, click first connections and click in your geographical zone. So if you're you're only selling in New South Wales, for example, break it down by New South Wales. If you're selling across Australia, then, you know, click Australia. Then have a look at how many people come up in that search as a percentage of your total connections. So if you've got 10,000 connections and you search on those five or six critical titles by location that you can sell in um, and you've got 6,000 people, then you've got a 60% ratio of you know potential clients as to your network. And what I see a lot of people have 20% and less. Yeah, that's right. I've got I've got about 10,000 um, connections and a couple thousand followers on top of that, but just having a look here now, seven, yeah, just about just over 7,000 of them are, are HR within HR. So they might not be HR leaders, but they, they, they work in HR here in Australia. Um, and that just goes to show that it's get my content is getting in front of the people I want it to. Yeah, because LinkedIn doesn't show all of your content to everyone. It just shows it to a portion. So you want to you need to have a strong network of the people that you want to talk to in order for that network to to get to see it at all. That's right. And that, I mean, it goes even further. I mean, it goes to show, helps you with your video outreach because obviously, you know, people are sending videos on LinkedIn and stuff. But if you're, 
if your network isn't big enough, then you're going to exhaust that pretty quickly or they're not going to have seen your name before. Like if I'm reaching out to someone on LinkedIn, I'm fairly confident they will have seen me commenting on someone else or their, or my content directly and they will have some idea of what I'm about yep. before I reach out to them. Love that. All right, so let's um, let's wrap this up and do a bit of a summary, Drew. So like, great stuff. So we've got video techniques, We've got the the direct mail slash video combo for our tier ones, which is a get sixty percent response rates, which is a great strategy. Might need some help with marketing if 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 you're going to want to try that one. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, videos such as out the front of your customers, whether it be in the foyer of you know like a professional services firm or or out the front of the opera house or something like that. But you know, the the biggest takeaway too was the click on their people's photo, so that takes up most of the screen of the thumbnail. If you're using their LinkedIn profile, I love that. Uh, and then there's the whole authority in the uh, um, piece around LinkedIn. We won't regurgitate all that. We've been through that in some detail. Yeah. So, roll gold strategies. But, mate, if there's one thing that you think people should take away from this conversation, um, what do you think it, that should be? Um, I'd say unless you're – if you have the liberty to do this, stay away from activity KPIs and try and focus on the actual outputs – that you're trying to get. So don't focus on, oh, I did 60 calls today. Did you get a meeting? That's that's what really matters. And I think that's what SDRs need to remember. Whether If you make one call and get one meeting a day, it's better than doing 60 calls and getting no meeting. Yeah. And if you're not getting any meetings, and in fact, Drew, my preference would be, and I'm not suggesting that what you've said is in any way incorrect, but I would be rather, I'd rather score how many conversations because yeah. you can be, get, you can, as an individual, you can get better at the conversation. You can't get better at them saying yes, right? So, if it, because if they if they don't have a need, then like we don't want to convince them to say yes when they mean no, right? No, no, so definitely not. And I think yeah, conversation is probably a better way of looking at it because a lot of you know my deals, even they're probably people that I spoke to six months ago and weren't ready. But you just have to nurture that relationship. So if you have five conversations a day, and I'm making these numbers up, right? But if you have five conversations a day, then you know that, and you have five every day, then then that's that compounding effect that you were talking about at the start, right? Some of those are going to come back to you, and and if you just consciously make an effort to make the conversations more valuable and and, and better, then you are going to get meetings, and you're going to get meetings today and into the future. That's right, Drew. Um, are you looking for people? It feels like I shouldn't say this now. Like, do you want people to connect with you on LinkedIn or like can yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, I, I'm, I'm all for a, a bigger network at all times. So, yeah, go on and, and connect with me on LinkedIn and, and shoot me a note. Okay, lovely. And you're easy to find. It's Drew Piper, P-I-P-E-R. That's the one. Lovely. Mate, thank you so much for coming on to the Best of Sales Skills podcast and sharing those great nuggets, man. Thanks, Mark. You're a legend. Thank you. If you've been enjoying listening to this podcast, my guess is you're someone who's trying to kick a few sales goals. If you're looking for a hook to land a new client or perhaps just some sales inspiration, jump across to my Gumroad page. You can find it at markmc.gumroad.com. There's a bunch of stuff to help you better at sales right away. For example, you can grab a copy of Tactical Pipeline Growth along with all the templates and scripts, or maybe even grab some time in my diary for a one-on-one sales capability discussion. Either way, check it out. That's at markmc.gumroad.com. Until next time, thanks for listening.